Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Welcome back to Comics Podcast. Uh, I'm Andres. I'm going to go ahead and be the moderator for the day. Um, and joining us are... What's up, everybody? It's Esteban. I'm Ash. What's up, guys? This is Luis. And I'm Carmen. So, who has the drink for us today? That's That would be Esteban. Sorry. There you go, sir. That would be me, and as always, I go with my classic bullet bourbon, um, Frontier Whiskey. Uh, this one is their tattoo edition. Um, nothing really different about the whiskey, it's just uh, the bottle is actually pretty dope. It's got a whole bunch of uh, art on the back, so it's pretty dope. Uh, I really is like it, this. What's that? You said tattoo edition? Tattoo edition. All it is is just the bottle has a whole bunch of artwork on the back. I don't know if you can That's tell. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Is it from like the two artists that they requested the art from, or was the wine by them? Armin, that's a fantastic question. I don't know because this was gifted oh. to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I appreciate your question very much. You're welcome. I won't ask questions anymore. Oh. <laughs> and I'm done. I quit. <laughs> Well, if people know, leave a comment in this YouTube video, and then that way we can look that up for you and answer you on the next episode. There we go. Indeed. Uh, before we get started, if I can go ahead and get everybody to raise a toast. Today actually is uh, my father-in-law's birthday. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and wish him a happy birthday. So happy birthday, Rick. Happy birthday, Rick. Happy birthday. And for those of you that noticed, uh, Ash took a shot from a Rick glass. Yes, he did. did. Perfectly intentional. Did. Very intentional. Oh, that, still not on me. Now it's on me. Yeah, you have to speak for it to be on you. Uh, oh, that's what it works. You think you know that by now. It's weird I mean, being sober during the show, so that's what that is. Better believe I'm coming up in May. Um, oh. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Never mind. That's All right, you. so... Okay. <laughs> we got a few comments on our social uh, social media, uh, so go ahead and take care of that, Luis. Thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, guys, um, I know we say this. I think we say it every week, but thank you so much. We appreciate the engagement. Uh, it makes us realize I'm like, okay, we're doing something good. And some of the comments, it's like, hey, you guys should probably tune this up. So we appreciate feedback in any in any form. Uh, first up. I wanted to give a shout out to Heavyweight. Uh, and so this is uh, based off of episode 17, episode 17. Mm -hmm. And here's, and so it's on, on our YouTube and here's the comment. Great episode. My face hurts so much. I laughed the whole episode. Zach, you did awesome. I hope to see slash hear you on future episodes. By the way, question for everybody. 
can the Snyder Cut save the DCU? What do we think? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Next question. <laughs> no, 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 it's not that. Like, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not being a dick about it. It's, it's the only reason why I say no is because of the news that came out about um, Amber Heard uh, apparently having a little bit of a larger role in Justice League or in the Snyder Cut. Uh, I kind of don't want to spoil it, but it's like it, it's like I can. If that's I supposed talk- to be, it, that's supposed to be an alternate universe, so it would like we don't know if going forward that replacement right. is going to to stand in the main universe. Yeah, so that's why I'm just kind of like, okay, like I think it's I think he's going for the wow factor uh, at this point. So, I don't know. I, I personally don't think it would. I had hope for it that it would, but the more or the closer and closer we get to the date, I don't think it, it would be. What do you What do you think, uh, Carmen? I think I agree with you. I, I I had hope for it, but now that it's been so long for so long and it keeps changing on what it was supposed to be to what it is going to be, I'm just like, eh, next. Do you think Wonder Woman affected how you're going into the Snyder Cut? My view of Wonder Woman, of how the movie was? Yeah, of how you felt about Wonder Woman. Do you think that's why you feel like maybe the Snyder Cut is not going to save? Maybe, perhaps. I, 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 no, I don't think that that influenced that my opinion on the Snyder Cut at all just because I was really hyped for the Snyder Cut when I first heard of it like a year ago or whenever it was first announced because I was like oh cool like we're gonna get to see it how they wanted it to be portrayed how like it was supposed to be but then the longer it has been a project and then it's like oh it's gonna be a series or like no no it's just like like four minutes of new content that wasn't there previously. it's kind of just like I'm over it because that movie was already presented and if it's like I don't know what it's going to be but it already it wasn't what saved DC before for me that movie so why would it be it now and now like I'm not excited for it anymore that hype died down for me Showing Superman in the black suit, showing Darkseid making the Omega sign uh, with the, like, have you guys seen that poster? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I, I it, It's so much work if it's just going to only be four minutes because there's no, it has to be, there has to be something that we're missing. I think it's going to be longer than four minutes as far as um, I told new a lot footage. Of that before. Because there was com- like they're saying that, but there was complete reshoots, and I'm gonna go ahead and ignore that. There's complete reshoots. Uh, so, well, I mean, regarding the four minutes, all he said was that the reshoots were four minutes long, or four minutes right. of of reshoots. But right. there's so much unused shit that we already okay. knew. Because it's uh, uh, um, Andres, correct me if I'm wrong. A six hour runtime, four hour runtime. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, dude. Because it was going to be, that's right, it was going to be four episodes. It was a mini series for four initially, but then there's like, oh, we're going to be the longest running movie ever. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. Uh, Do you guys feel like DC needs saving? Do you think they're going to scrap this shit? I mean... No, I don't think so either. I don't think so. I don't think it needs saving. It's... I think, yeah, I was going to say the question I don't agree with. Yeah, um, I'll let you go too, Andres, because I know you, you know your shit on DC too. Um, my thought is Warner Brothers initially, when they jumped on the bandwagon of the comic book movies when Marvel was fucking killing it, mm-hmm. every single one of their movies they were doing great, but it was also around the time, it was very early on, and that's when Favreau spoke out saying that it was too stressful to work with uh, with the execs, like breathing down his neck of what he has to do and he has to fit a certain agenda. And so he wanted out. And it was right around that same time that like a bunch of people were talking about it, that it was too, it was very stressful. So then WB was like, that's what they're doing. What we're doing, we're going to do the same thing, not put in the same amount of effort, but we're going to give our directors creative freedom gave creative freedom and be like, we take it back. Like, you know, and then they decided to reel yeah. it in and then they tried to, so it was a mess from the beginning. Like they are giving, they announced a justice league when we just got man of steel and man of steel was good, but it wasn't great. I wanted it to be great, but it was, it was a good movie. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I still enjoy it. Um, but it wasn't like dark night level. And I know I get, that's my personal opinions on it, but they're like justice league. But it's but we didn't earn the, that the way that we that I feel that Avengers was earned. They gave right. us all of those single ones. But so they were playing catch up in the beginning, and then it turned into let's let's beat Marvel at their own game. But we're gonna do it mm-hmm. better because we give our people creative freedom. But I don't they're know. trying to be Marvel from the beginning. Yes, and they were bare minimum to give us some kind of grounding before we move up. But they didn't give us enough. No, I agree. Right. If they give us, if they gave us enough, Ray Fisher, there would have been no choice but to keep Ray Fisher. If they had given like a cyborg movie or mm-hmm. cyborg and Flash or like oh the fuck way, yeah, like the way they're doing Falcon and Winter Soldier, like to Winter develop Soldier, the characters, right? Winter and- Soldier, sorry, Winter Soldier and Falcon are still not like main characters, but them having their own series going into the next Avengers movie, like that gives them the clout of like right. Hawkeye and like the them, you know? Just yeah. Like, Go ahead, Asone. No, yeah. I, it, it, it always bothered me, you know, the the whole fact that DC came on and saying like, oh, we're going to do it. We're going to do this also. We're going to do our own universe, but we're going to do it a little bit differently because we don't want to, quote unquote, copy what Marvel is doing. To be quite honest, and I think, I don't know, I think it's because like I've seen... And, and, and correct me if I mean everyone, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, everybody and, and everyone else watching this, you know, on YouTube or on uh, on um, Spotify, on Anchor, Spotify, you know, comment. But I kind of feel that the whole like, oh, he's doing it this way. I'm going to do it a little bit different is I think a feel like a crock of shit only because it's like, who cares? At least that's how I feel personally. Who cares if they did it too or if we're following the same formula? If you're following it the same, if you're following the same formula, do fucking better. You know what I mean? Do better. Yeah. Okay. They did it one go, way. Go from that instead of exactly, avoiding. Yeah. exactly. And and I think if DC would have done that from the get go, would have been an adult about it. You know, and and I know I sounded super Canadian right there. Adult about <laughs> it. <laughs> 
um, they would have, I think the DCEU would have succeeded and we would have had, you know, something much bigger. And, and if they would have done that, then I would have been all for a toe-to-toe fight between the first Avengers and the first Justice League movie. You know what I mean? I think that would have been a bigger, like, oh shit, did you, what do you think? Did you prefer the Avengers movie or did you prefer the Justice League movie? You know, I think that would have been a little bit better. But again, my personal opinion, it is what it is now. They decided to go a different route and the DCEU is in the toilet at this point, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, they have some good movies and I think it's just, it, they can make good films. Um, I don't think it's, uh, it's an, it shouldn't be a them versus them. It's, it should just be, just make some good fucking movies. Like, and the last thing I'll, I'll say about the subject is such a beautiful thing to like, look at Marvel to what they've done with their properties. Like hats off to them. No, I mean, I would argue that not too many people gave a shit about who Iron Man was. He was a, he was a B, he was a B character, uh, Mm -hmm. before the movies, Favreau came in and turned him into everyone's favorite superhero, you know, and so it became mainstream and they did Captain America pretty much always had a following, but he wasn't at the level of Superman and Batman, Batman. I wish I had the actual statistics and I'll bullshit you guys, but Batman is one of the most recognized logos in the world, Mm -hmm. the world in the top five is Superman logo. And so we have these two, some of the original superheroes, like some of the biggest of all time, and their movies were just okay. While these B lister, C lister, fucking the Guardians of the Galaxy, nobody knew nor gave a shit who they were. Those and were those were D listers right there. That's what yeah. they were. They were D listers. The second when they announced it at Comic Con, whenever whatever year that was, I was the first one to talk shit. I'm like, oh, Disney's scraping the bottom of the barrel now. Turned out to be like the best, some of the best fucking movies I've ever seen. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, eh. um, is it going to save the DCU? No, but it's also, it, it, is it going to be a good film? I hope it's enjoyable. I don't think it's going to be necessarily good. But I don't I think it's going to save it. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's going to save it. You know what I mean? But it, it'll be one of those where they can. I'll be, let's put it this way. I'll be pleasantly surprised if it's one of those, if this Justice League blows the previous one out of the water. I was going to say, that would be such a slap in the face if the Joss Whedon one was, ends up being better. Right, <laughs> exactly. of it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, but, you know, whatever. Well, who else ended up commenting, dude? Oh, sorry. We got, we got off on a little tangent there. Um, all right. So thank you for the, thank you for the question. Heavyweight. There's our, there's our answer somewhere within those last 10 minutes. Um, all right. So then we got Zach and same episode actually. And Zach is the guy that he guests. Uh, he was a guest host uh, mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago. Shout out against Zach. Um, he says that the shit stories had me rolling on the floor, fucking laughing. <laughs> Great episode guys. I know what drunk Ash is capable of, but I can't give details. I'll let him do it. <laughs> Talk to us, Ash. I don't know what details he's talking about. Like, <laughs> oh, year, you know. I, I give I give every well, you guys deal with me on the weekly. And I will say this. I've been blacked out twice during the Yoda uh, the Grogu episode mm-hmm. and um, the eight shot episode. But other than that, I slur my words, so I'm buzzed. But I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, but the, drunk. Uh, 
Dakota episode, I was blacked out too. I, was I know. Hung, I was hung yeah. over for two days. Yeah. Christopher Reeve says thank you for his fucking comments. But look, I'll put it this oh, way. That, no one even worse. I'm sorry. Sorry, go ahead. This is the thing. Zach knows, and so do I, because I've partied with you in Vegas. So the people that don't know are the three, our other three co-hosts. So I have partied with Ash in Vegas, and it's 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 equivalent to caring for a toddler. Let's just put it that way. Oh yeah. Oh, you will have. Who you have? He's walked me through a hotel, mm-hmm. and I. And he's knocked on the door the or fucking doorknobs to open the door, every door. Oh, all the way to the... So, and then I, I got home and I dry humped, jokingly, my best friend. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what we do. It's what we do. You know, you party. I, I wasn't pretty. I wasn't. You watched it. To that. Yeah, you were there. You weren't. No, don't make it weird and say you weren't there. I wasn't Dude, there. I was there. I was, wasn't there. <laughs> you, you filmed it. Hiding in the closet, just kind of like, yeah. There's a a perfectly circular uh, (laughs) eyeball in the closet. Anywho, is that whole in Vegas? If you you party, you're going to party. That's all. Ew. Okay. Ash just just wants to take all of us to Vegas one of these days. Dude, post Rona. Hell yeah. Comics in Vegas. Hashtag post Rona. Hashtag post Rona. (laughs) Uh, All right. So then we got. Uh, the next comment, surprisingly enough, it's also about Ash. Um, <laughs> and this was a comment on uh, last week's episode of um, Never Meet Your Heroes. So Ash has been putting out these weekly Batman clips. You have been. You have been, but I we've been filming it, but you have been. So yeah. anyway. But, okay, let's put it this way. You're the star of those skits. He is the so. star, yeah. He's uh, he's the fight choreographer and uh, editor, director. And the, the comment on it was, it was to the most recent one, which was the parody on Batman versus Superman, but it was uh, Craig versus Batman. Yeah. And the comment on it was, Batman ready to take on the world, the lamp, and the thirsty. The very beginning of the clip, Ash is humping a lamp. And... I thought it fit really well with the clip. Again, you got a party. If you're gonna party, <laughs> party. You I would like to ask that person who's best friends, lamps, to, to all... uh, referencing. Yeah, who was that, Luis? Oh, that was Diana. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that that that'd be my wife trying to figure that out. <laughs> I know. I thought that was funny. Well, I showed I showed my girlfriend, and she's like, and up until this point, she had laughed out loud to every one of the sketches before uh-huh. I post them. And so I showed her that one, and she, and she has like just a confused look on her, like because she was wrestling with the why is he humping the lamp? <laughs> like she didn't enjoy the, any of it because like she he was, was so the lamp because he hit it and he was like, oh, I'm just gonna grab it and do something. Ex- no, yes. that's exactly what happened. That's exactly yeah. what happened. But he, so, but sh- the whole thing happens and it's like put together and, and you know we put time on it and stuff. And at the very end of it, she's like, why did he hump the lamp? Like. It's like, that was her main concern. Yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, you bitch, you don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you and were wondering why why and... he had less time. I to know. Blink twice if you're in danger, and now you're like, that bitch doesn't get it. <laughs> he fucking one shot. He doesn't, doesn't, understand, doesn't understand comedy. <laughs> Love you, babe. Don't listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, don't listen. 
between I, the minute between this minute and this minute don't listen i come home that like my bags are outside i'm like ah oh, totally got it. even Just we're gonna one. we're gonna log in next next thursday you're gonna have a black eye <laughs> what happened nothing i felt like your parents house <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's just like about. brick wall. I'm in a, in a basement <laughs> in the dark. It's like a trash can of fire. Just like, hey guys, so uh, a swing light in internet. the back. <laughs> I have internet, but I'm with a bunch of bums. I'm next to. A, you could see the lights that say Starbucks behind me. I'm using their Wi-Fi. <laughs> like, sir, so, we're closing. You have to leave. That's so funny. We're on the second comment. We're half hour in. What else? Can't use the hotspot on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Luis, can you look this up? I can't. My phone's about to die. Uh, Okay, so Jobot Drums. uh, This asked on actually that same clip on Instagram. uh, He asked. He asked if this was the Snyder cut on that clip. (laughs) The the, it was um, it was a Snyder deep cut. Yeah, he was asking if that was the Snyder cut of you about to fight Batman. And that's an honest question because we weren't sure if we were going to be able to do 60 seconds. So there were ideas within the same episode that were going to be longer than a minute. So we were going to call the the longer sections in YouTube the Snyder, just kidding, don't sue us, cut. Which may, which may or may not come out in March, right <laughs> around the time of the Snyder cut. Which may or may not be the week after... While people are still hashtagging it, so that we can reap some of those benefits, may or may I mean, not. That's all Why it do you is. Just... look like Lex Luthor when you reap the benefits? <laughs> you have that Luke when you crush that fucking last stormtrooper. <laughs> oh, and then uh, this is the last one uh, that I have, and I know Esteban has one too. Actually, you know what? I think I should save this one for last. Okay. Uh, because this one is definitely special, and I think. Uh, I think Esteban knows what I'm talking about. So okay. I'll save this one for last. I'll let Esteban uh, read the, the comment or the one that was in the DM. Yeah, so we ended up getting a, a DM from uh, AJ Gutierrez24. Uh, Shout out AJ Gutierrez. And he asked us, what do you guys think of the WandaVision show? What are your theories? Hmm. Um, so I think this one... So, AJ, we're going to hold on to this one only because I know we don't want to spoil the WandaVision thing. Because since we go and see the whole WandaVision towards the end of the show, we kind of do, we'll, we'll touch base on that uh, later on in the show. So there are a lot of theories that are going on, especially as of late. Um, but overall, I'm going to give WandaVision a 9 out of 10. It better not be a fucking Dark Phoenix thing. It better not. But I have high hopes. No, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be like that, but I give WandaVision a 9 out of 10. What do you guys give WandaVision so far? I have only three episodes. I'm looking over at Andres right now. I give it a 9 out of 10, but only because of episode four. Two and three, I was kind of like, I'm not going to like this. And then three, I was cool. And then four, I am. I know you threw it to uh, Andres, I'm sorry. But four is like, now that <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in it, nope, I, I'm in now. Nope. Carmen, go ahead. Not gonna last. I give it a nine point five out of ten. Ooh, five? Did you say five? Nine point five. Nine point five. Oh, there you go. I love your selective hearing. Like, like it's always when I speak. Defend yourself, please. Go. Before, before each episode, so that the viewers, so that the viewers know, we discuss who's gonna say their name in what order. And every episode, 
they'll be like, okay, it's gonna be it's gonna be Carmen, it's gonna be Esteban, Luis, Ash, Andres. And then right before the episode starts, Ash is like, I'm after Carmen. Like he just takes a one in five shot. Like <laughs> he does it right. Like and he's never right. And it's like, no. And then we re-explain it to him. He's like, oh. And then the episode continues. Why didn't anyone say anything about this? Like we were just talking about that. It's like, oh, like, all right, continue. My bad. Oh, I'm the dick. I'm the dick. I drink shots and I'm the dick. Like anyway. Luis, what was the last comment? Yeah. Oh, wait. I was going back. I was going to uh Oh, that's right. I'm uh, sorry. Andres. <laughs> oh, um, I give this show a nine as well. Um, uh, I I liked it from the start just because I kind of knew what they were going for, I guess. Uh not entirely, of course. Um, but I did originally have the theory that it was like a pocket universe that she was creating, mm-hmm. kind of going the House of M route, if you anyone has read the comic book out there. Um so I kind of got it that this was going to be kind of the entry into that. And I thought it was like a really good out of the box way of doing it. So I really enjoyed it. And I do like vintage television series, I guess as I'll put it. So it was really nostalgic at the start. Um, and I like the way things are going, especially the turn at the end of the episode. And I guess mm. we'll talk more about this at the end where she kind of, like she does that turn where she kind of like is she a bad guy in this what did you Um, just say oh that was fucking cool sorry so yeah that that last episode you could see the switch of it like starting to become a darker um so yeah it's really up there Uh, and what was cool what was happening during the radio part this was happening over yeah Oh, it's so good. Puts that together. Yeah. Um, I never read House of M, and it's because of you, Andres, that I uh, that I picked it up, and I'm like thirty uh, percent of the way through into it, and I was surprised because it's very, it's a dark book, um, and because of how Wandavision is very, it was at the start of it, like just what Ash was saying, it was a very lighthearted, like campy, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. I was like, dude, I'm not gonna dig it, like, cause I've, I'm, D, I'm DC deep at heart, and so when I started reading it, I started reading it with the idea, I'm just doing this because I want to know what's going on one division. It's fucking good. It's really yep. fucking good. And so, that is one of my my favorite, uh, I guess, story arcs in in Marvel universe. Which, which I'm surprised by, cause I, I I didn't I didn't expect Bendis. To be able to deliver something like this, my How personal opinion. How dare you? Eh, I mean, like the death of Spider-Man was very light-hearted for the fact that he died. Like, um, it was he, he has a very uh, family-friendly type of writing, and this book it is fa- like you're seeing what Magneto is dealing with and seeing his daughter mm-hmm. like traumatized by all of this loss, and so it's still a family view on it, but it's a different it's through a different perspective. Like, cause I had read, I read the whole ultimate Spider-Man shit that he, that he wrote. I have them all. Right. And so I've seen it through the kid's perspective, looking up at a parent, but I've never seen the parent looking down at the kid. Fuck. It's heavy. Like, it's just, it really is. man. Yeah. I, I strongly recommend it uh, for anyone that's thinking it's intimidating to walk into a comic book shop and say, what am I going to read? Mm. If I don't know where to start or whatever. House of M is one of those that you could just pick up. Like yes. 
do this shit online. Like you don't have the that's embarrassment. Gonna, mm-hmm. and that's, that's coming from gonna... somebody who suffers with social anxiety disorder. So I get the fear of going uh, into a place that you don't know on a subject that you want to get into yeah. and the anxiety it causes do this shit online. It'll save you that anxiety attack. And if somebody else wants to go, like another comic book series, Marvel, that uh, is, it was already done. Civil War is really good, but you get the bonus of the Illuminati uh, in, and the whole decision to send, and them sending the Hulk into space and everything. So, yeah, that would be another one to touch upon, even though it was already done. Um, It's actually a much deeper and darker story on the uh, comic pages. Which one? The Civil War? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I dig that one. Um, and actually, we'll, we'll talk We'll talk a little bit more on comic book shit. Uh, in a, I'm curious. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ash. Do you get the comic books online or do you just like read the story like a Wikipedia thing? Or like, how do you, like if we were to try to catch up on House of M? Without- um, it depends. Um, you could always, uh, eBay is good for that. So I would, uh, I usually just collect graphic novels uh, instead of getting the individual episodes because sometimes That's it's really hard. Um, I have a strong recommendation good- on that one, guys, that I just got turned on to. And not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just you start running out of space after a while if there's a lot of books that you want to get into. Um, the ones that I fall in love with, I buy those graphic novels because they mean something to me. But if it's just a story I want to check out, Comixology is the app I use. It's a very good app. It's backed by Amazon. So Comixology, they have a subscription-based service, which is $5 a month. And that subscription-based service has books that are 10 plus years old. So House of M is on there. So you can read it for free, but it's, uh, part of their subscription again the five bucks a month or whatever that's fucking cool and so that's actually how i got it so uh i got into house of m um i started reading the invincible line because i know invincible was coming out with their series so i'm like 50 issues in already i'm hooked um and then you can see like a bunch of like a bunch of the memorable dc marvel Mm -hmm whatever lines and they even have a whole subsection to andres's point if you don't know what you're going to get into so just look it up they have a whole section that says new to comics start here and then you just choose which one of these stories are you interested in do i want do i care about constantine swamp thing superman batman whatever and then you just pick up that story arc and then you just start reading it and um the it's such an interactive way of of showing it so if of like of each of each slide, it's pretty great. I dug it. Yeah. So Comicsology, if you're listening to this, uh, you know, free publicity there from from us. You know, just saying. I, I'm yeah. gonna get the app. I'm I'm down to read stuff like that. There's a million things that I've missed that like this uh, Falcon and, and fucking Winter Soldier could be based on something that you guys have read that. I'm not going to go out and go get, but I can go catch up on Comixology. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, Comixology, I couldn't couldn't praise it enough. And uh, I would rather rather support local comic book shops for things that I could get, you know, but like for the things that are super old that you're not going to find in a comic book shop anyway, that's a... it's like break the bank. Issue, so you're not gonna be able to collect all of it. Yeah. Right. You just buy the graphic novel version, or actually, if you do Comicsology, you just you just hit like a little borrow button, and once you're done reading it, you unborrow it, and then you borrow a new one. Very cool. Um, but anyway, um, so the last comment 
that we read, and this was actually um, Esteban, Esteban's fault. He, he commented on... Uh, so last week, just for fun, uh, Ash did a duck lips picture and so we we gave him a lot of shit in the last episode and he's a he's a fucking good sport about it like he it, knows it wasn't love. a duck lip picture let's all be honest and everybody no. that's listening to this let's all be honest let's all agree he did a thirst trap it was a thirst he trap. Didn't do he was no that was duck lips i saw duck lips it was hey, a thirst so trap. i posted uh pictures of me today in our group chat you can feel since he took the hit you can feel free and put them out on a video. Just I will me. tell you this way. You I will, take it away. I will, I will tell him. you this way. I don't know. I'm fucking 42. I don't know what a fucking thirst trap is. So I have no idea. So I was hey, honest. Hey, bitch, it's not rocket science. You can figure it out by the words. This is actually very true. <laughs> anyway, so uh, he did his little duck lip pose and we all gave him shit. He took it like a trooper and we're like, hey, we're going to post this thing for the podcast. And he's like, I'm down. You know, I'm down. Just I don't want to come off like a douchebag. And so uh, Esteban doubled down on it and he uh, tagged uh, Miss Danny Fernandez. Uh, For those of you who may not know who that is, um, uh, she was uh, she was the TV host on Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet, uh, Mm -hmm. introducing the different uh, viral clips uh, she's a. Uh, she has a lot of writing credit. Uh, she hosted on the CW alongside Kevin Smith on the best superheroes. So she's she's someone way more important than we are. Uh, and just the idea that she commented uh, on a post of Ash. I mean, let's be honest. She's queen of the nerds. Yeah, and I queen of was, the nerds. I thought it was very. I thought it was a very cute thing for her to do. And uh, so here's here's the context of it. So. Um, uh, it was it was a tag from Esteban uh, on that duck lips photo. It's like, can you please rate this thirst trap for Ash? And then to which she responds, I rate this a 10 out of 10, but let's not forget that you can use the camera timer so you can stand it up for a different pose or something. So she's giving you tips for the next one. Make a thirst trap. Hey, old man, here's how you make a thirst trap. <laughs> No man, it wasn't even that. Like that was l- I thought like it was legit. Cute. No, I fucking Matt appreciates all the help and yes. I didn't know about breaking the internet and all that good stuff. Like, I know he he doesn't brag. He didn't brag about that. I know no, he was happy. I mean, no, of course, but it was it was just one of those things. I mean, yeah, did I double down on it? Absolutely. Why? Because he's my best he's one of my best friends. So yeah, you know Oh, so. you changed that real quick. My best yeah. <laughs> he's my best. He's my singular but be- no, no, no. He's one of the many best friends. <laughs> uh, look, look. I'm allowed to have a few best friends. So back. Yeah. Well, then it can't uh, be the best. Then the best means the top. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, okay. On. So you know what's like the Green Lantern Corps? The Green Lantern Corps. The Green Lantern Corps is like a, a group of best friends. So fuck off, please. Fuck off. <laughs> can I not be the one whose girlfriend's heads in the refrigerator? Sure. Thank you. <laughs> no one got that so, comic book reference. DC Titans. Yeah. Tim Drake is going to be of color. Have you guys seen that? I'm sorry, say that again. Tim Drake is going to be of color. The Tim Drake in DC Titans. No. He is. That mm-hmm. came out last. Yeah. Um, so they announced the actor. It was an actor. I can't think of his name off the top of my head since this wasn't on our list of topics. 
but he, he came out in the Joker. He was one of them, uh, one of the Jokers oh. at, the, at the end yeah. scene. So yeah, that um, I can't think of his name, but he was in the group shot at the end of the Joker with uh, Joaquin Phoenix when they're at the end. They're kind of like really rising. is that part of that universe? Is that what no, that is? No. no, just Easter egg kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Very cool. His name. His name is Jay uh, Likurgo. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. And maybe Likurgo? No. Uh, sorry, I'm reading the description of it, and it bugs me because that that's more of a um, that's a Jason Todd description. The description of it is a streetwise kid managed to grow up on the toughest streets without losing his belief of heroism. And then he goes into, yeah, because Tim Drake was a genius. Uh, Yeah, Jason Todd was the, he was the one that grew up on the streets that was all tough. Tim Drake was the genius that figured out Batman's identity, snuck into the Batcave and then said, hey, I want you to train me because I want to be good and I want to do whatever. He was the only Robin that didn't have a dysfunctional family. Like, he had a dad. He had parents like he just he was fucking smart and so he wanted to do this thing jason todd was a he was an orphan and same with and they already have a jason todd in that one too no and that's probably why they decided to give this to tim drake but um that's kind of a bummer that they that they do that but yeah, if they play it well, should be fine. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy of. That's not how they did it in the comics. Yeah. No, for sure. No, for I, sure. I jerk off two dudes. It's... What? No, because I, I was know. doing this. No, nobody. No, don't do I, that. I called too. Do I... <laughs> I called it out because I swore that Ash was going to say that, and oh, then when, I he, he when I saw his face of surprise, I was like, ah. <laughs> I no, did it I was going to say. I, was I didn't say... know you were offering. Sorry, I said my go. No, I was going to say on. Stop it. Christ. See what one shot does? I know, right? <laughs> Jesus. No, uh, I was going to say, if you guys don't get a chance uh, to follow on TikTok, Panda Red, uh, he is fucking hilarious because he does a lot of DC and Marvel content where he will he will act as the comic book character and kind of like running storylines or just like, you know, everyday shit. Uh, on there so there's a skit or a series that he's been putting out called the the robins you know and it's him obviously throughout the entire thing playing each and every robin like if they were in the same room talking back and forth if you guys get a chance you guys need to check him out his his handle is uh panda red um fucking he's funny he's very very funny and and his take on on certain things is is it's great it's it's awesome it's pretty cool that reminds me of an actual comic book, War of the Robins. It's actually really great. Oh, right on. Very cool. You guys should watch or read that. Comicsology. I'll put it on the list. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, moving on, we're going to go ahead. Um, there was uh, two, uh, well, official rating for the Snyder Cut and news of Amber Heard's expanded role going forward. Um, so apparently it's got, uh, it long hinted about that it was going to get an R rating and it was official that it got an R rating. Um, what do you guys think? I mean, I'm not surprised. He, he pretty much said it from the get go. It's going to be dark and it's going to be the darkest thing 
of the darkest dark dark. So the dark dark dark. Yeah. Dark, 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 I was dark, dark. I was I was kind of hoping you were going to give us a rotten tomatoes rating. Say that again. Oh, I was yeah. kind of hoping he was going to give us a rotten tomatoes rating. Oh. They don't know that yet. Oh yeah, no, yes. you. I mean, here's here's the the pattern that I've picked up on is if a movie is good, they release the ratings two, three weeks before the movie's release. If the movie, exactly. If the movie is uh, mediocre, they drop it the day of the movie's release. And so what happens is like, because they usually get them to sign like a a confidential agreement that you're not going to see if they get to watch like the critics that watch it beforehand. So Anytime we're getting close to a movie's release and we don't see any fucking Rotten Tomato, I'm al- I'm already bracing myself of ah shit it sucks, mm. which is weird though because it, I mean it's not always accurate because they released the reviews of Wonder Woman, uh, eighty two, like two weeks before the release of the movie, so it was like the hype train was there, you know, right. um, and then we got the movie we got, but. But that one too, it started off as a certain rating in the very beginning, and then mm-hmm. and then the audience score dropped it. But and then it's then Suicide Squad. It was it was the opposite. Critics rated low, and then the audience score rated it pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but then it was the fans that were the ones that shit on it. But yeah, probably why we got a part two. The fans did not rating. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, Will Smith ain't coming back. John Cena, and there's. Rumors about him getting his own series. No, it's not. It's not rumors that he's getting his own series. He He is getting his own series. And and the I think they already confirmed that the James Gunn uh, uh, Suicide Squad is more of a reboot than a sequel. They're calling it a soft reboot, right? Yeah, they're, that's what they're calling. They're calling it more of a soft reboot. It's not a complete reboot. It's a soft reboot more than a sequel. That's why we don't see Deadshot or Will Smith wasn't coming back in. Kind of like what they did with uh, Batman vs Superman. Bingo. That, um, Affleck's Batman wasn't a full reboot; it was a soft reboot. It was like in the opening credits, it's like, "Oh yeah, you know his, how his parents died." Okay, cool. Let's move on. Like it was just a very you're expected to already know of the characters, right? Which yeah, is again, fucking uh, Negan has been now in Flashpoint. We want to see. I can't remember his name. I know it's three words. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Thank yeah. You. Want to see him as, you know, Thomas Wayne. I don't know. Just little things. Just like. Hey, Ash, are you driving under a freeway right now? Because there's a lot of wind on your mic. So I'll stop talking. Um, Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, Actually, Andres, do you mind if I, if I cut in real quick and talk about. By all means. Uh, I wanted to bring up. The co- I was gonna say comicsology, um, comics alliance uh, Instagram uh, page has been created that they there's three I, I think there's three facilitators on the page and they each have a different comic book pool they have a different comic style and so they've been uh, sending out recommendations of what to read and uh, they recently posted their favorite comic books for 2020 and uh, one of them that I just thought was fucking phenomenal that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Uh, just if anyone was interested, was called The Last Ronin. The Last Ronin is a story about, um, it's a futuristic take on the Ninja Turtles. And three of the four Ninja Turtles died in battle against the Foot Clan. And so there's only one Ninja Turtle left. 
And the one Ninja Turtle has the weapons of all of his fallen brothers. So he has all the different colored bandanas and he has all, all, all of the weapons like hol- holstered all, all over him. And so throughout the comic book, you're seeing this one turtle having conversations with himself, mm-hmm. but you can tell that he's speaking to himself the way that he feels his brothers would respond. There's the, there's the aggressive response. There's the leadership response. There's the smart response. Like it's all these different ones, the goofy response. And as the reader, you don't know, you don't, you don't know which turtle is the sole survivor, uh, which of the four Ninja Turtles uh, is still alive. And it's reveal. It's a two part uh, series. Uh, part one is released. Part two is going to be released soon. Um, no, no official date on that yet, or at least mm-hmm. from the time of recording this. And um, at the very, the last, the last page, they reveal who the last turtle was or is. And it's just such a heavy story. But it's like it's not dark for the sake of being dark. Uh, if you've read any of the, can we do a spoiler? Can you tell us? Uh, I'd rather not. Okay. Like, uh, yeah, I, that I because I read I read the first issue. The first issue is it is heavy. It really is. It it's really is so heavy. good too. So it, it is it, amazing. Like uh, amazingly written. You know what I mean? Oh. Because and not only that, but it's because it's like we all grew up with these characters. You know what I mean? We yeah. grew up with the Ninja Turtles. We know the their psyche. We know who's who. And from time to time, you hear us on the podcast referring ourselves to a specific Ninja Turtle. You know, who would be the Leonardo? Who would be the Raphael? Who would be the Michelangelo? You know, back and forth. So to read that comic book, to Luis's point, it, it absolutely is. It's a heavy book. Heavy yeah. book. When I read that last panel and I found out who that turtle was, like you're just like no, there's no way it was it yeah. was this turtle, no way, you know. But I, oh, I, so Mikey, no, nothing. What the fuck, dude? What I can't you... hear myself in the headphones, but I plugged it in. I don't know. Uh, what we can hear you loud and clear. No, we hear right. you like, hey, Grandpa, take take it a step back, okay? Oh, um, I got Grandpa again. But it's um, it's a really good it's a really good book if. Um, it's, it's, the villain is the grandson of, uh, Shredder. Hello, Nunchucker. It's, it's in the future. And, um, but it's, that's similar to what we were mentioning House of M earlier. It's one of those, you can just pick it up and read it. You don't, oh, but I haven't read the previous, don't worry about that. Like, just pick it up and read it. Can Um, I ask a question? mm -hmm. Is that like an alternate universe or are we, are legit, Uh, there are other three are dead? Well, is the, it just like a story like Joker died 27 times? It's, and- a, one, it's a one shot, yeah. Oh, okay, because this one takes place in like 2040 or 2060. It's like it's in the future, there's futuristic shit, um, happening, and it's just because they're mutants, they live, they have a longer lifespan than normal humans do. Oh, thank you, yeah. Um, but between that one and uh, there was another one that they recommended. Is uh, something is killing the children, and I haven't read that one, but I oh. I have. It has been a long time that I read one issue, and I fall in love immediately, immediately. Like it was just it's it's a horror comic book, mm-hmm. um, and it has it has elements of New Fifty Two Animal Man in it, and uh, the Walking Dead comic. It's very. Uh, 
ah, it's just it's fucking good. And again, not that they're a fucking sponsor, but Comicsology. If you do the subscription, all of the shit that I've just mentioned, with an exception of uh, or the uh, Invincible and Something's Killing the Children, you can read the first two three issues to see if you even want to give a shit to start buying them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can read them and installs. Yeah, so it's yeah. something killing the children. Fucking amazing, invincible. Fucking amazing, and uh, the last Ronin. So so far, I'm three for three. Everything that uh, Comics Alliance on uh, our friends over at Instagram commented on, uh, they're doing good shit. So give them a follow if you're looking to let's read. The one, the one that I want Comics uh, Alliance to go ahead and take a look at. I don't know if they have yet. It probably because uh, I it fell under my radar, and this was uh, years ago that I ended up picking up this book. Uh, it was ten grand. Uh, it was an independent the candy. No, not ten. Not the candy. Fool. That's a hundred grand. That's a hundred grand. <laughs> I was still wrong. I was still wrong. Uh, ten grand is actually a really <laughs> good book. Um, it was actually the comic book that I got my wife oh, into yeah. comic books. That oh, that huh. comic book got her into comic books. So if you guys get a chance, pick grand, up ten hey. grand. It's an older. It's an older comic book. Came out in like twenty fourteen. I think it was 13 issues, 13 or 15 issues, something along those lines, but it's, it's pretty good. It's really good. Uh, I think, I think the only issue that I'm missing is I think the, the very last issue, but if you guys get a chance, 10 grand is, is good. Pick it up. It's great. Hmm. I will add it to my, to my list you go ahead and add it to your list we're gonna go ahead and move on yeah (laughs) so i'm gonna go into a little bummer news and this week uh dustin diamond or for us old enough to know screech from saved by the bell passed away from lung cancer at the age of 44 um that was so yeah um so i really love saved by the bell growing up I used to watch it all the time, and then I would watch the um, I would watch the re- airings on like fucking uh, uh, TBS or TNT. So I watched them all multiple times. I would watch from the beginning where it was a uh, Mrs. Bliss's show. Uh, to oh, Mrs. Bliss! I remember her. Yeah, to yeah. King, Saved by the Bell, um, and Screech was always there from the very beginning, and even though he kind of became an unsavory character, putting it nicely uh, towards the end, I guess, of his life. Um, it's still sad that he uh, passed at a really young age. So yeah. he will be back. Yeah, it, it was, I mean, I was right there with you. I watched Saved by the Bell growing up. So, you know, the storylines and the, the controversial storylines that they, that they covered and, you know, everyone going to the max and stuff like that. So yeah, for sure. It was, um, it, it sucks. Like, yeah, on, to Andres's point, yes, he did become an unsavory character towards the end, but still, um, he passed away stage four lung cancer and that shit was aggressive because three weeks that he was that di- after he was diagnosed is when he passed away. So, so yeah. That's in peace. And- Alrighty, so moving on. Um, so this week we got news that there is going to be a direct sequel to the Clo- uh, Cloverfield series. 
Um, there's been two movies after the first Cloverfield, Cloverfield uh, Paradox, and I can't remember the other one off the top of my head. Uh, they, lane. 10 Cloverfield Lane. Thank you so much. So they were in the Cloverfield universe. They weren't directly um, dealing with the effects of the very first movie. This is going to be a direct sequel of everything that happened. So I really love the first Cloverfield movie. Um, that was a love story, huh? Like if you think about it, yeah, yeah it's been amazing. I love that um, movie. I really love that movie too. Um, and I'm glad uh, every time they came up with another movie, it was cool that they were expanding the universe. And I was hoping that eventually we got a direct sequel. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts? I'm looking forward to it as well. I really like the first one and I've liked the branches off of the first one as well so i'm looking forward to see where we're going with this do we know who is directing it or anything about it besides the fact that it's going to be a work in progress uh we have a writer and a director i can't think of it off the top of my name if somebody would do me the favor of looking that up and it's not going to be the original uh director it's still going to be um uh, bad robot production. Um, Abrams's company. Matt Reeves. Yeah. Or, mm. It's not going to be Matt Reeves. Okay. So uh, it's going to be another writer director there, but it's going to take over from that point. Uh, uh, sidebar, um, and we'll go back to what we think about the sequel. How awesome of a pitch was Cloverfield Paradox? It was a commercial on Super Bowl. And it was like at the very end and be like, hey, by the way, bitches, this movie's out. Like, it's out, go watch it. Yeah. And everyone saw, I mean, they had mixed reviews, but it was like the highest viewed fucking thing because all these drunks that had just finished watching football, they're like, what? Like, <laughs> and they watched this thing. Oh, I thought it was fucking genius. Um, anyway, um, I, I had hopes that they were going to, uh, they were going to tie it with Godzilla there were rumors that it was going to. And I think that was my only letdown of the original Cloverfield was because Godzilla at that time, when it came out, Godzilla was in negotiation for its own standalone film. And so there were rumors when I went to go see Cloverfield that the monster destroying shit was a Godzilla villain or a Godzilla monster. And that it was like, Oh, and then it's going to turn into this big universe. And it was like a loose, it was like uh, the interwebs rumor that, it was that that was the start of the Godzilla universe and turned out not to be so, but it was it's still it's close enough to it where I can see them make a connection like that. So uh, uh, I just I watch afar with glee that if they did do that, that'd be great. But it stands on its own two legs. So it's still fun. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I like that it, it's it's its own thing, it's its own universe. And yeah, I get it. Like at that point when it first came out, like that would have been cool to see it tied in with Godzilla and you'd have like your own kaiju universe. Um, but I like that it's fucking years later and it's standing on its own and we're finally going to get a sequel to it. Yeah. Um, and we, whether it, it wraps the story up or it continues and we get more, which is most likely the case. Um, it's good that we see it continuing since especially at the end of the movie when you got to kind of see um, like the origins of it landing. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it, these aren't fucking spoilers. The movie's been out forever. So that's your bad that you haven't fucking watched. Agreed. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, uh, super quick, Hannah, Hannah Minghella 
is the the director that's going to do the second one. Sorry, please continue. Please. No, you're right. Yeah, no, you're. That's that's what I was going to allude to. But and also, uh, Joe Barton is going to be the writer, and he was the writer of The Ritual and The Girl, and he's also been named the showrunner for the upcoming HBO Max uh, TV show or the HBO Max show, uh, Gotham City Police Department. Oh, sweet. Oh, is uh, we'll talk about that at a later time, I guess. Because there is a comic book series based on the Gotham PD, yeah, mm-hmm. Gotham PD, which is really, really good. It's, good. it's amazing. Yeah, sorry, we're nerding out about comics again. <laughs> it's all good. Comics, all it's the name of the show. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> good point. Um, on that, uh, speaking of other movies uh, featuring kaiju. Uh, there was a, a quick clip release this week of the Pacific Rim series. Um, so I really love the original movie. The second one left a lot to be. It was just disappointing compared to the first one. It was you, fun. I Yeah, it was cool. I liked it, but it was, I didn't think compared to the first one. No. No. Um, and I saw the anime uh, stuff to it and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. How about you guys? I'm stoked about it. Um, I'm a little sad that it's going to be an anime, but I mean, with an anime, it, g- it gives a little bit more, you know, that they can do. They have more liberties and whatnot than, you know, as far as animation goes. Um, I-, I loved the first one. The second one was, yeah, it was a little disappointing. You know, uh, I kind of see what they're trying to do. It kind of fell, you it know. Turned, it turned Power Ranger-y. It did. It really did. I agree with you. It did very. Turn, it did turn very power angry. But it's also it's fun if you don't if you're not expecting much out of it and just want to see some big shit happen. Like it's fun. Um, but it like wasn't. That was my always. That was always my point. It's like how could you not like a fucking giant robot fighting with a giant monster? Yeah, and yeah. using a battleship as a sword. Yeah, exactly. Fine, oh, so sure. cool. No, it, and and there were some there were some good parts to part two to to the second Pacific Rim. There was some really really good parts. The first one was great. I I loved it. It was. It, I really wish that Guillermo del Toro was able to go ahead and pick up on on more or to kind of elaborate his storyline. Yeah, and I think I I think that. I mean, I'm. I don't think I'm the only one, but I'm pretty sure uh, the only one here that would say that Guillermo del Toro's projects are some that should have been followed up on, a la Elboy, Hellboy, you know, or Elboy, uh, El you know. That's what I was just thinking. Is like, there's so many stuff that he's done that I would like to see him continue doing. Or where his name has been mentioned, a la uh, Justice League Dark. Justice League Dark, man. Falls through, and you're like, God damn! Do I, I would have loved, yeah. yeah, I would love to have seen um, him direct Constantine on, yeah, yeah, something Swamp Thing. I mean, Zatanna, like, dude, his, his, I mean, he's like a complete mind fuck, don't you think? Like, as far as the stuff that he yeah. can put from pen to paper. Well, from... like, if you see Pan's Labyrinth. And that's then, what I was exactly going to say. Yes. And you see the monsters in Hellboy. Like, you can see, like, direct inspiration. Like, mm-hmm. the creature with the eyeballs on the hands. Like, yes. Uh, and it's just, he, he has a twisted mind, but he creates this world that's just, it's normal to the characters. And so it's normal to you. But it's fucking eerie. Like, oh, it's fucking good. He, he, he does good work. I would love to see, a, like, the fucking finale to Hellboy, but we'll never see it happen. 
No, that's true. And I think Ash is a little bored because he looks like he's falling asleep. No, I just, it's, it, I, I'm just waiting. I, I, I've noticed that I cut a, a lot of people off during our show. So I was just kind of fucking. Stop that. This is like, it was I'm nice loud. for you guys. It was, now I'm loud. So loud. Away. Uh, the only I, I did want to say one thing about the anime. Oh, for sure. Now that I'm talking, please, please mm-hmm. go on. Thank you. Dose of your own medicine. So um, the, <laughs> the the thing that worries me about the anime is that uh, they did that with Godzilla, and I was super excited when they announced a three part anime, mm-hmm. and then it ended up sucking because it wasn't about Godzilla anymore. It was about these new anime characters, and so that would be my concern when they take too many liberties on these Netflix shows. Is that if in Pacific Rim, it's like, oh, let's let's focus on these civilians, and it's a three part series as an example, and it's the first two parts was whether they're arguing with themselves whether or not they join the army, and then it finally goes into it in the epic epic battle isn't even that epic like so that's my like only a five minute battle compared yeah, to three seasons that's my concern like godzilla's fighting a giant rock like in in the anime it's like not good <laughs> so and i really wanted to like i'm doing godzilla, fucking course godzilla's fighting fucking geo dude yeah he's fighting a giant <laughs> meteor and it's like shooting beams at him and he's shooting back and it's like like bro like dude come on but it's like focusing on the storyline of imagine the guy writing that this is perfect this is awesome like oh what has godzilla not fought (laughs) rocks godzilla (laughs) fights a rock no no bro you're done (laughs) no but when he pitched it the the people thought he meant the rock like Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he does yeah. the production, it's like literally a rock. Like, <laughs> we couldn't get Dwayne. <laughs> he was too expensive. He was too expensive. We could we just no, couldn't no. get him. You know, and then for him to say, Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Like we just couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. <laughs> Can we put subtitles? Uh turns out it's copyright. Can't do that either. <laughs> on fucking text, it's copyright on text. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I'm sorry. Oh Christ! Sorry, Ash. You were gonna say something? I honestly swear to God, not even being a dick. Don't remember. <laughs> like I genuinely nice. don't remember what we were gonna talk. About. Okay. Oh no, I don't remember. No, nope. that's cool. We'll go ahead and move on now. Yes, yeah, sir. Thank you. Uh, so we're gonna get near the end of our show now. So we're gonna go wrap it up with a bunch of like Marvel news, and we'll go ahead and finish off with our wanda vision review at the end mm-hmm. so the first bit of news is that we got some we got that uh we're getting a wanda uh wakanda sorry a wakanda series uh uh coming on disney plus um i'm super pumped it, they said it's gonna not lean so much on our black panther or whoever the black panther is going to be going forward um it's just going to uh, focus on Wakanda itself and the people in Wakanda. Um, so I'm really excited for it. Uh, what do you guys think? That was the cool thing about Black Panther was the like, there's different tribes. Yeah. He, and and in Black Panther, we only saw him fight one tribe. So we could we could they could build a whole fucking Wakanda universe really. I think it, I I can see it becoming very Game of Th- Games of Thrones yes. as far as like the different houses and whatnot. Yeah. Um, obviously, Disney Plus isn't going to go very far as far as you know HBO did. Uh, push, yeah. But in your theory, that also adds to the legacy of being the king. So that's oh, of course. Hadwood Boseman. That'd be cool. What you just said would be fucking really cool because it's a bigger deal than that movie. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I see, I can see that. I can see it taking place, you know, for uh, T'Chaka being, you know, when they, when he becomes king of Wakanda, of Wakanda, I can see that. I think it would be a great series. I think, um, I, I think a lot of people say that, you know, the superhero genre is very saturated at this point, but I think if it's original ideas, it's not going to feel as oh my god it's another superhero series or it's another thing that deals with superheroes because quite honestly going to wandavision a lot of people don't see it not now going you know we're now entering episode four come friday it, it doesn't seem like a superhero movie it more it more seems like something different it's more of a thriller it's more of this more of that so I think the Disney Wakanda series would actually be a nice fresh breath of new content or new because if they if they do it right, it would be very much a Game of Thrones. Very political, very this, very that, you know, as far as who's going to take over for the throne. I think it's great. I can't wait until we see the first trailers for it or for when we start hearing what era it's going to take place in or who's going to be casting in what, but I think, I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I think I agree with both. I'm oh, sorry, Louis. Um, no, I just said dig it. I think I agree with both you, Southern and Ash, as in there are a lot of things that could be explored within the different clans in the, in the universe, and it could really help explain on how they're gonna portray now um, the Black Panther and they could explore the backstory of whomever or however that is going to lead up to be. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. I think there's a lot of good things that can come from that show. And especially, uh, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but this was not a show that was announced, right? When all of those shows were announced. So that's cool it kind of seems like it became an idea and they were like let's go for it let's do it let's try to go this route so i'm excited to see what they they get from it yeah and and who's spearheading the entire project is ryan kuglier the one that the the individual that actually directed the very first black panther and i believe if i'm not mistaken he's directing black panther 2 if i'm not mistaken yeah you know so yeah. if you love the black panther the very first one you're gonna you should love the second one and this disney plus series because if he's the one with that's been given creative control for this or some sort of control whether he's an whether he's an executive producer or he's a director of every single episode for the series it it's going to turn out to being one of the I'm going to say a lot of people are probably going to end up sleeping on it, but I think it's going to be a sleeper for the Disney plus Marvel series or the Disney plus Marvel uh, TV shows or in the Marvel universe come whenever it ends up coming out. I kind of see a more of a phase five type thing. uh, If they're going to tie it all together, if it's going to be a standalone thing, I kind of hope they tie it all together where it kind of like, Black Panther 2 leads into this Wakanda series, that that would be kind of cool. Um, but, I mean, we'll see where it goes. Hey, the whole thing could be how Vibranium came over to uh, Wakanda. Like The whole thing could be like a whole back... It's open. 
Yeah, there's I, no I don't, telling. I don't think Vibranium like got on a boat and traveled across the sea <laughs> and then crash landed in Wakanda. So on the the knee yeah. and the Santa Maria and made it to Wakanda. Yeah, yeah. bro. I think honestly kinda... though, that could be that could be a story. Like to Ash's point, it's like there's so much that's been not that hasn't been explored <laughs> with Black Panther. That I mean, we they kind can of fucking, covered, dude. At this how point, they can Vibranium show Vibranium got to Wakanda, bro. They can show him like making a taco, and I'll be, I'm in. Like I mean, like I've, they've already proven I'm... that Wakanda ha- is this interesting, uh, interesting world to just kind of give us a deeper dive into it. But if you're trying to talk vibranium landing in Wakanda, bro, it was covered within the first five minutes of Black Panther. It was a they meteor that landed. Us. Okay, they okay. did. It was a fucking meteor that landed in Wakanda. <laughs> How else is there to elaborate on it? I'm sorry, Ash. I, I thought it was a good idea, but clearly you're dumb for, for bringing up your opinion. Okay. So I apologize. I'm grandpa and I was you. late and I make duck lips. So I'm glad that what, whatever happens now, like we're good. Uh, sure. Anyway, so uh, we got two bits of news coming from uh, uh, the Winter Soldier and Falcon series or. Yeah, well, that's what it is. Right? The Bucky and uh, Falcon show. Yeah, so. We got the first images of Baron Zemo in the comic correct hood uh, from yeah. the set that came out. And then we got the confirmation that Don Cheeto's War Machine is going to come out in the show as well. So I, I mean, the whole Zemo thing, I mean, yeah, it looks kind of cool, but it's like legit a ski mask. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, it's legit a ski mask. Um, I mean, it looks cool. I mean, if you want to be comic book accurate, it, it, it looks cool, but it's legit. I went to fucking Big Five and I bought a purple ski mask. I mean, am I the only one? That, okay, I'm the only one. No, no, I'm, I don't even I'm know who asshole. that character okay. is. I don't even know who that character is. I'm just, I'm more of like a, I'm just. You don't know who Zemo is? He's uh, a villain from. Uh, I was going to quote the fucking March. Was he? No, oh, I was going to quote it and I'm going to get it wrong. Is that one? I mean, uh, Andreas, go ahead. No, the date. The date part. Remember, he keeps saying the date over and over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. He's, he's a villain from not Winter Soldier, but Civil War. Oh, that guy. I keep saying yeah. that he keeps the saying date. the date. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. So he's an actual villain. Yeah, he's, he's, the, he's supposed to be the villain for uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. But like he like uh he has a villain name like he's comic book he's a comic book villain. Yes, yeah. he's Baron he von Zemo. It. Yeah, Baron Zemo. Uh, um, he had the name in the movie. I just I've never seen him on the pages of a comic book, so I was never one to be like he doesn't look like he's supposed to. Like uh, <laughs> you thought you thought that the, that they just yeah. created him for the episode. You know what? I think the Marvel universe does such a wonderful job of creating a world. Mm-hmm. That it's never like, oh, I don't know. Let's talk to Mr. Fantastic Extreme. Like, and I'm like, okay, clearly that's a comic book. Like, if they say something, like, it takes you out of it for a little bit, but they treat it seriously. So then it makes you treat it seriously if, if they do it well enough in the movie. But um, with like a lot of the Marvel properties, it's like, uh, even with uh, like the, what's his name, Killmonger in the first Iron Man, like that guy he i i accepted him as just being the ceo of the company um i forgot his name but the killmonger the guy that was in the big suit the guy that wanted to harness that uh information 
but um but yeah so it's it's i i just accept what they give me because it's so easily done same with the zimeno dude there was a there was a people shitting on it because he did he wasn't wearing the purple ski mask or he didn't look like you know what i mean yeah um but i mean again you got to make that shit make sense like maybe if he burned up or something whatever the case may be like it would be cool for a reason for it to have him have it, no, not to for it. Yeah, he's like in his normal like nine to five suit. Like yeah, right. And he just puts it on. Like why is that? On? <laughs> he goes to men's warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? He's like, okay. Here are our gray suits, our black suits. How is your purple masks section? <laughs> <laughs> Show me all of these options. Show me the options, please. You only have one. Fuck. And it's that one. Like it was the only one that they had there. I still, I still would rather have Rhodey than Don Cheadle. I love Don Cheadle, but I just don't see fucking War Machine with Don Cheadle. You see Terrence Howard. What did I say? You said Rhodey, which is him. I'd rather, sorry, I'm sorry. I'd rather see Terrence Howard. I agree. I I mean, he's. He's gained weight since then. But still, he, like, he was weight. Like, there's, like, a little bit, like, War Machine. He was a little more street. Like, he's a little more, like... Well, he had the charisma. He yeah. Had, he had the Robert Downey charisma. Like, just... Yeah, he... War Machine probably... With Terrence Howard, unfortunately, they probably would have even had, like, a standalone War Machine movie or a... a thousand percent. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I never even thought of that. I never even thought... Of, you're absolutely Especially right. Especially with Empire and everything else. Yeah, they would have made bank on him. One thousand percent, because holy shit, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, like that scene where they're on the on the jet and he's like talking to his crew. He's like, "Don't t- don't say that. They're gonna believe you. Don't listen." To it. Like, <laughs> and just the way that they're both able to banter with each other. But and even at the end of the first movie, when he looks at the suit, he's like, "Next time, baby." Like, and he walks out and he's like, "But obviously, he didn't say it as lame as the way I just said it. He says yeah. it cool." Um, and it just like makes you like. But then we get Don Cheadle. What's wrong with Don Cheadle? You see it like yeah. it's a list. I'm like, it's not. He didn't go to. He's not a let down. Get an I, I was <laughs> I was let down. I know he's he's a good actor, but it, I I was so when they gave me Terrence Howard, I was sold. I was the rapport with him shows. and Robert Downey Jr. is good. Like you get like you get that they're best friends. Like yes, you you believe it, but yeah. like. Don Cheadle, you don't really believe it. It's just like they work together. And no, he that's exactly what you get, that they're best friends. Like him and Robert Downey Jr. seem like buds. Uh, Terrence Howard and Robert Downey Jr. had beef on the set. Uh, that's one of the uh, the conspiracy theories. Oh, wait, there. I thought you were on the other side of it. You didn't feel oh. that Terrence Howard had like a friendship chemistry with uh, Robert Downey? No, they, they had a lot of beef, bro. They, they... No, no, do you? Do, okay, let me rephrase this. When you watch the in film, the movie, did they yeah. have chemistry? I, I, I think did. they did too, but I think him and Don Cheadle have more as, like, they're more believable as best friends. I strongly disagree. No, same. I back you up, Louis. Thank I you. I no agree with you. Like, wait, wait, I, why are you back, Louis? This was my idea in the first place. <laughs> why the fuck? Sorry, sorry, Carmen. Okay. I'm sorry, Carmen, you back up ash but please continue your point <laughs> okay i backed both of you up okay but hey. like i told i i see how we just stated the chemistry i know that they had beef in the set i know that that was aired out terrence howard and robert downey jr don't get along 
But I think because of that conflict between themselves, the acting, like it just came across way better than, I'm not saying Don Cheadle's acting is bad. It's not bad, but I don't, I just feel like he's a coworker. Like he's like, hey dude, what's up? You know, like, but they're not best friends. Like, I don't feel that chemistry. Like, no way. Not like the way we saw it on the first movie with Terrence Howard. A thousand percent. As all of as close as like we could all hang well post COVID we could all hang out tomorrow but look how much we make fun of each other like just in one podcast like that's how I felt like with that with Terrence Howard and and uh, Robert Downey Jr. like very accurate because they poke they would poke fun at each other yeah kind of like oh fuck you ah fuck you too but like versus Don Cheadle he's more of a yes sir well I mean except in the second film I know he was I disagree I I've had that banter going back and forth of the what it looks like on paper compared to what it actually is with you know people at work you know what i mean like oh you're funny ha 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 the banter back and forth boom 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 and then it's just like i fucking hate that asshole you know what i mean (laughs) um so so i i disagree with luis and carmen and Ash, I highly disagree with you guys. I think Don Cheeto is the better fit. I feel that they had, I think, feel that Robert Downey Jr. and Don Cheeto had a little bit more chemistry, especially more in uh, Infinity War. And no, I'm sorry, I take it back. Oh, when he was falling? That was bad. That one got me. And in, no, that was, that was a civil war. Um, oh, but in Iron Man 3, if you rewatch Iron Man 3 and you see the banter between Robert Downey Jr. and Don Cheadle, that is more believable than the Terrence Howard in two Iron things. Man 1. Two things. No one's going to rewatch Iron Man 3 as number one. Number two. You're a dick. There's... <laughs> I just did not too long ago. It is. It is. How it dare is, you? It is three. It is three. Yeah, to two. I was, yeah. Three to two. Back to you, Andres. Oh, fuck off with your fucking three to two. No. Okay, anybody that's listening to this, basic whether it's arithmetic, on, no, comment, shut comment. up, shut up with yeah. your fractions. Get the that's a comment. Away. Shut up with your fractions. <laughs> In all honesty, between the two, Don Cheadle or Terrence Howard. Now, if I may remind you, Terrence Howard was in one film uh, with Robert Downey Jr. And yet we remember him. We should have forgotten. You remember him based off of Empire. Both two people ended up referencing Empire. You love it away. No. Okay. By the way, he fucked himself out of that out of this series. So him asking for more money than Robert Downey Jr. or now when Robert Downey Jr. was a star of the of the fucking series is what fucked him over. Agreed. So you guys oh, over there praising his fucking so much better acting than Don Cheeto, go shove it up his ass because he's the one that fucking talks shit and didn't get to come out in the rest of the shit. The a movie. thousand percent. Because so, if you, if you, there's off. a specific interview because he references um, Robert Downey Jr. He goes, oh, my friend was supposed to call me back and he never called me back because of blah, 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 blah. I, and this is a fucking verbatim quote, I was the one that got him the job. I was the one that did that did this for him. I was the one. No fucker, fucking uh, John Favreau was the one that casted him. He believed in him. He was the one that brought him in to go ahead and play Iron Man. 
So no. What if he wanted to get his little coin? Let him get his fucking coin, okay? <laughs> and he, no, okay. To that point, Carmen, he had his chance to do that. He had his chance in Iron Man 1 to go ahead and get that coin, but he didn't because there was that back and forth between Robert Downey Jr. and himself because Terrence Howard thought he was better than Robert Downey Jr. As far as acting goes, if you put the two up as far as just acting, not Iron Man and War Machine or Iron Man and Rhodey. Between the two of them, as far as acting chops go, overall acting chops, who's the better actor? Between Robert Downey Jr. and and uh, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. You're just saying that. No, I'm not fucking fighting. I don't know. I will fight you with fucking broken glass. You are a redwood tree and I'm five foot seven. You're, you would decimate me like there's no i'm not gonna fight for fucking terrence howard but terrence howard it's okay to be wrong i'm wrong how many episodes have we done 19 20 this is 19 i'm, I'm this is the one time i'm right debatable <laughs> and you have you have four or five different movies with don Cheadle, like compared to the one like no yeah, i'm not no i'm not i you weren't listening i said completely disregard you've got iron man and roadie overall yeah fucking terrence, terrence howard. howard or robert downey jr but for oh i didn't overall oh, not fucking mcu overall no robert downey jr is amazing okay even so in the 80s and fuck a fucking horrible movie he was so amazing and fucking scene but you, but you made the argument about something else. Like no, 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 no. no. Hey, no do you like cheese or peanut butter? No, Wait, <laughs> no, you're you're way off, bro. No, no, you're changing you're shit way, up. Look, look, no, look. just because you're old, bitch. Empty, empty. I'm more sober than you. I'm. I'm just saying. You misheard. Nope. And I'm more sober as, than you. As things are breaking in the background, because he missed the table, <laughs> he's putting them back. Right. <laughs> this is uh, everybody, please comment. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Like, Thank you. I, I, we strongly disagree, but we're not going to get anywhere. But that's the beautiful thing about yeah. opinions is that we can, and that's, and 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 this is exactly what we were talking about with the the DCU versus Marvel versus Marvel. It's you have an opinion of it, right? You enjoy certain aspects of a film. I have the right to enjoy certain aspects of a film. It shouldn't be, I'm right and you're wrong. And, and I know it's turned into a little bit of a debate, but it's, it's fun. It's fun to talk shit. It's fun to poke, but it should never be the, we have to be the best or we have to be this or whatever. Like, um, I still think Terrence Howard did a wonderful job and I would have. I think you do think. <laughs> What's that? You don't think or you do think? I do think. Okay. And I, I would, I just, in in this, you know, comic books always do multiverse and all this, like, if, you know, Flashpoint shit. So when Ash said, what if Terrence Howard would have stayed? Would we have gotten, like, I just, I got that, like, Flashpoint moment of what if this would have happened? And we would totally would have seen, like, a standalone War Machine movie, all this. We would have seen more things. Uh, and but I don't fucking know. But it's just it's fun to speculate. But I would I'm we're interested in your comments. Please uh, comment below, uh, direct message us, and we'll read on the next one. Yeah. Do you so like Don Cheadle or are you wrong? 
Go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's either Don Cheeto versus Terrence Howard between the two. Yeah. And you can you can comment whether it's the better war machine or better actor overall. I'm just putting it out there. That's a good one. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and get into our WandaVision truck of the show. Uh, Carmen, hit us with the spoiler alert. Oh, shit. I wasn't prepared for that. Surprise. <laughs> it gets worse it's not like we do it every episode. If you're gonna be the looks of the, if you're gonna be the looks of the group, you gotta, you gotta be ready. You gotta be ready. Exactly. Wait, no. I, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, so, WandaVision. So, did you guys see the episode? What are your thoughts? It was fucking amazing. Oh my god! But. Before we get into it, I'm going to say because of the BS and the drama that's been going on, if you guys haven't been paying attention as far as what's going on with between Disney, there were some leaked uh, photos yeah. for one of the episodes for WandaVision. So it looks like Disney has taken it upon themselves that they, this coming Friday, which would be the 5th of February, they are going to be releasing two episodes of WandaVision instead of one because of the leaked footage. And it looks like Disney is going to be seeking legal action against the individual that ended up leaking said photos of one of the episodes for WandaVision. Were they on the set or was it like a... a... No, they were stills. From what I was yeah. reading, they were, they were actual stills of the show. But how did they get that? Like, like was it... Do you know what I mean? Like, they on, was it, it was either it was either a cast member or an extra or somebody, but they ended up taking photos and they leaked them. So Disney had no other choice but to release two episodes this coming week instead of doing one a week, uh, like they were planning on. So it looks like we're getting episode four and five. No, I'm sorry, five and six, right? Yeah. Five and six mm-hmm. uh, on February fifth. We're going to end up getting uh, episode five and six. Of WandaVision. I saw episode four. Episode four was fucking perfect. Um, I would highly recommend if you get a chance, go to nerdist.com. Someone actually ended up editing uh, the. Really? (laughs) (laughs) You know what's funny? Is I made that move. I didn't make a sound, and the camera came to me like, what? Sorry, there we go. If you get a chance, go to nerdist.com. Uh, someone actually ended up editing uh, the snap that took place snap. on uh, the snap from uh, Endgame when Hulk ended up snapping everybody back. Yeah. And they ended up um, timing everything perfectly with WandaVision episode four. Uh, if you get a chance, it's really cool to watch. Uh, I got chills fucking watching that shit happen um so it's pretty cool so if you guys get a chance check that out on nerdist.com does anybody else have an opinion on the show i was i one the first episode uh as frank costanza once said this is not my kind of guy second episode during the fucking wanda uh, who's doing this i was like hmm i'm in third episode was even more in and then fourth episode i was like fucking i'm there's I, I i can't wait along with everybody else i wasn't from the very beginning like like this is amazing but 
like episodes one, I think I kind of almost feel like that's why the people, oh, excuse me. I feel like that's why they did one and two. So they, they kind of realize like uh, that radio part is probably going to be the main hook to keep you, keep you. Hey, but, I have a question. Or, or, oh, I'm in. Sorry. Um, weren't you a big, like, I Love Lucy fan? I am a big I Love Lucy fan, but... And, like, just the uh, two Marvel superheroes and, like, a sitcom I, kind it, of similar to the time didn't, like, draw you in? No, because I, hon- I honestly thought it was one of those things where it was going to be, like, um, like, the whole thing is going to be hokey. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be like, this is, we're stepping outside of our comfort zone and we're going to try this. Like, and I was kind of like, oh no. Haven't, hasn't Marvel done enough where like, hey, I'll give them a chance because they've never let me down since. Well, I saw episode I agree. two, three, four. Yeah. Like, I, I agree with Ash. Like, it's clearly, because of that yeah. that I stayed in. Yeah. Well, also the show, but also, yes, it was, it was, it was, um, why do we all see Daredevil knowing it was going to fucking be horrible? Because we still need to talk shit. Well, mm, I disagree with that. I, <laughs> I, no, I disagree with that. No, no, no. I disagree hold with on, that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I love it. Before we, before we go off to Daredevil. Talking about um, the... Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I was, I was going to say what made me enjoy episode three wholeheartedly. I am blaming 100% you, Andres, because I was so fucking lost episode one and two. Like... And I was having to explain shit to my girlfriend that I didn't even understand myself. So when you were explaining what the House of M was and you were saying that this is all in her head and you were like painting this picture. So then when I got to see episode three, now knowing the knowledge you had, I was like, oh shit, now this is kind of cool. Like, and then that is what pulled me. But prior to, had I not had a conversation with you, it would have been because of Marvel has been, have such a good track record yeah. that they brought it in but for the uninitiated as myself that i didn't know this fucking book like i didn't know what the fuck was going on anyway sorry you were gonna talk daredevil go with someone no it wasn't talking daredevil it, it was the mere fact that going to andres's point don't you think marvel has done enough has uh come over so many obstacles to go ahead and show like hey we're taking a chance at television you know to go ahead and sell a point I think that for me, and I was this, I was one of the ones that were the Guardians of the Galaxy. What the fuck? Like, seriously, are they really like, are they done? Like, is this MCU thing over? You saw Guardians of the Galaxy fucking exploded on itself. It fucking imploded. And, and it was one of the, it ended up bringing D-list characters to the front of the line. So, no, I'm one of those ones where it's like, Marvel's doing it? Marvel fucking it's part of the mcu fuck it i'm sold i don't care what it is it's marvel i'm in let's do it i don't even care if it if it fucking sucks Uh, i'm going to sit down and i'm gonna watch it because of that because they were able to take d-list characters not only did they take d-list characters but like yours to your point luis uh, iron man wasn't a household name you know, I didn't say that. Yes, I'm you did. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Shut, Shut up. up. <laughs> Shut up. 
Um, and and John Farrow was able to take Iron Man and turn him into a household name. Was yep. able to take Thor into and, and not it wasn't John Farrow, uh, but Thor was turned into a household name. Captain America was elevated to a higher level than what it already was. You know. So to see these three, or as a lot of people refer them to, the Marvel Trinity, come together and to create something like this, like, yeah, you know, I'm not, so far, so, I mean, to me, to my point, to what I've seen as far as from Iron Man all the way up to current WandaVision, Marvel hasn't failed, you know, at least in my eyes, Marvel hasn't failed. Some people may disagree and say Iron Man three has been the shittiest one out of the out of the entire you know MCU or you know fucking Thor Dar- the Dark World was even shittier than that you know yeah but Dark World's probably got to take the cake I think how many times have you seen Dark World once watch it again <laughs> rather not watch it again <laughs> I mean Iron Man three was I've seen that more. I've seen Iron Man 3 a couple, like several times. Like the first one, I think you're disappointed because you want to see more suit action. And the second, second time I saw it, I was like, oh, it's pretty good. Like, <laughs> Why is he dying of laughter? What is happening? Carmen, what are your thoughts? Yeah. No, the, the, the comedy timing of I'd Rather Not was so fucking on point <laughs> that it was like, it caught me off guard and made me laugh. It was so fucking perfect. Because <laughs> he's not gonna watch it again. I know. <laughs> I know. I know he's not gonna watch it again. Uh, Carmen, please. Carmen. I I love the episode just because. Um. Well, I can understand both points. I can understand the knowing the background story of House of M, and also the I what's going on in the first few episodes um do I give this show a try um but then the fact that they waited up to this episode four to kind of just show you the other side of everything that was going on in episode one two and three and explain why or like how the outside world was viewing it I saw it was done perfectly I I love Darcy's character I loved her since before I like that she's like kind of a comedic release in this scenario. I like um, her um, interactions with uh, Jimmy Wu, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I love both of them. I like how, um, you know, literally that scene that we saw, I think it was episode two, at the end of episode two, when they show the TV and then there's a remote and Mm -hmm. they show the notebook closing. And that's literally a scene that was on this episode and it shows you like, oh, somebody was watching. And then it's exploring what Wanda is doing and the fact that at the end of the episode, we're like, oh shit, is Wanda a villain here? Like what's going on? But like, why I want you now to explain to me like what's going on with Wanda that got her to this point obviously we get we saw the fact when they did vision 
on the gray and like the if you see the they tore the thing. oh that was i was perfect. like that was amazing yeah that was like, that was incredible perfect yeah she's fucking yeah. manipulating a corpse to to play house exactly with. so creepy and yeah. then you really think about it like oh shit like she's literally like manipulating a corpse amongst like real people you know and then also there's the storyline of like the missing person that the FBI is looking for. Like they still haven't told us who that is, and they were going through all the characters in the in the city or like the people that live in the city, but we still didn't get to know who that character is. So is it um, Agnes's husband, Ralph? Who knows? We still don't know. We've not seen Ralph at all yet. So. I don't know. I'm interested. I I love the episode. I love the show. I'm excited. Um, I feel bad that now they have to release five and six, but not really because I'm excited for it. Um, I read some of like what was the content of those pictures of those stills and what is coming. So I don't know. Maybe I am more excited to see that. I won't spoil it because I don't want to do that to anyone in case you didn't read or what the still was or what is potentially coming down the road but that just makes me like the show some more or yeah and cat dennings yeah easy with the cat dennings over there okay you don't tell me what to do <laughs> hey okay speaking of cat dennings did you had have you listened to the sandman audiobook no, but I know she's you lit. fucking should. She plays Lust, right? No, she does not play Lust. Who does she play? She plays fuck, who does she play? Because I know she's in it, and so is uh Mac uh Xavier, Charles Xavier. Uh James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Yeah, McAvoy. But anyway, good shit. No, yeah, I, I'm I'm extremely excited for this next one. And they were, I mean, we were talking about it in our little group chat about because um, uh, Elizabeth Olsen was the one that dropped that saying that there was going to be a Mandalorian level um, excitement or a Mandalorian level um, um, fucking. It was a Luke level, uh, like a Luke Skywalker level character that's going to come out a surprise. It has yes. to be Fastbender or McAvoy. It has to be one of those. And going back to Kat Denning, she played Death on um, Sandman. Ah, thank you for But yes, yes. It, it, she ended up indicating it was a Luke level um, fucking someone was going to show up. Someone was going to show up and it was going to be a Luke level so I love fucking speculation. I love speculation. So Aspender would be the shit. Like to just snap her out of it, like call her daughter, like some shit like that. But then I can also see McAvoy being the the one to like psychically connect to her to get her out. Like mm. fuck, either one. Being either that one. one of the Quicksilvers is passed. And if the worlds have merged. It could be the other Quicksilver as the twin. Because they did mention that I was a twin. And then she starts fucking freaking out. You know? It's true. It could true. be... Because that Quicksilver is alive, clearly. So it could... That's the one thing I could think of. Because 
I, I, again, nothing you can tell me other than uh, Dolph Lundgren's going to come in as He-Man is is going to be a Luke <laughs> level. Like, not even that, but you know what I'm saying? Like, no. or fucking, yeah, it, it, I don't know. It's going to be really hard. Nope. Uh, <laughs> if, 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 like, or Robert Downey Jr. could do a fucking, he could come in as something. Because it's, it's all in his mind, it could be Robert Downey Jr. I'm hoping it's not like fucking. We get Robert Downey Jr. Feel like or, a cop out for me. Yeah, or we get Chris Evans, or we get fucking Doctor Strange. Like, well, Chris Evans is down to come back. Yeah, yeah. Right. There was a Luke level, like. Yeah. See, that's fucking. I don't. I, I feel he, like you shouldn't have said that. He just retired yeah. in the last movie. It's like. Yeah, there was there Fuck, was a website. Could be fucking that, Logan. There was a then that's what I'm leading to. There's a there was a uh not it wasn't comicbook.com. I believe it was a screen rant, if I'm not mistaken. Ended up putting out, you know, who who's the upcoming oh I'm sorry, it was a culture crave, the website culture crave, uh who they put out their their possible um luke level uh cameos for the next wandavision or for one of the wandavision episodes and they have a total of eight so far so these are the eight one of them is a wild card (laughs) and uh, i laughed when i saw this so the first one is going to be wolverine that's what they're saying they're saying wolverine uh next one is fast bender magneto another one is dr strange uh, another one is Quicksilver, but it's the Age of Ultron Quicksilver. It's uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Quicksilver. Another one that we got Tony Stark, uh, Thanos, uh, Quicksilver, Evan Peters, uh, the X Men, and their wild card, and they're like one in a, one in a million would be the Olsen twins, her actual sisters, uh, showing up on. Oh there. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I know. Yeah, I saw when I saw that, I started laughing when I when I have seen that. Obviously, it's probably- although if they did it, there would be a level of me that'd be like, that's kind of. No, I don't even want to say the word cool, but no, Patrick Stewart. No, but if they showed up, if the Olsen okay. twins showed up, I'd like they legit, they legit need to be like shining level <laughs> creepy twins. In order for them to show that's up. not Luke level. Luke level is not like you know what I mean. Like I Luke know, levels, yeah. I know, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. A surprise comeback would be Patrick Stewart, Logan, like um, I, to Andres's point that we were talking about in the chat. Doctor Strange would be a cop out, and would be a little bit of a chicken shit, you know, because we already know she's going to show up in in Doctor Strange too. I would prefer Maybe McGuire. No, no. I would prefer Aaron Taylor Johnson. <laughs> no, no, no. In the diner. I would prefer Alien uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, the uh, Quicksilver that showed up in Age of Ultron. I would prefer him. That would be my pick. Would be him. That's so, your Luke level. That's my Luke level because because we know he's dead. That's my pick. That's my personal pick. Your Everyone's pick is saying wrong. No. Your pick is wrong. <laughs> your opinion. Your personal opinion. <laughs> you should have got that as a blooper. Oh, come on. See, Sorry. what I'm hearing is that um, she explained it as like a Luke level and it's not going to be anywhere near. It's just like, she like just oh, and then, damn, that sucks. Okay, so Luke level. What do you, what do you guys think then is, is Luke level? He not just... Bender. Yeah, I agree. No! By the way. That's Magneto, man. Magneto's her dad. Yeah. 
but it's not. <laughs> no! Magneto, oh, uh, Ian, Mc, Ian, Ian, Ian McKellen. Is See, but you can't do Ian McKellen because he's it's old. Still, that's like, it, oh, come on, dude. But you Everything that we're seeing is not Luke level. If no. they are going, to, if they are going to carry on that character, like if you bring on Magneto, then you gave birth to like the mutants going forward, so you could bring them in now. But you're not going to do that as Ian McKellen, and he's going to be fucking Magneto going forward. Oh, I see. Yeah, unless it's gray hair. No, gray the, hair but, but the one that the I was thinking, no, the one that I think would be fucking amazing, and I saw as a fan cast would be Viggo Mortensen. As Magneto. As Magneto? Yes. Like, yeah, okay. No, well, if, I mean, if you uh, Viggo Mortensen as Magneto, but if you end up doing the whole CGI and you age him younger, I think that would be fucking amazing. Viggo Mortensen is not that old in the first place. Mm-hmm. He's up there, dude. History of Violence is... What, that, he wasn't that old, right? Or am I tripping? Mm-hmm. History of Violence <laughs> came out like 15 years ago. Oh shit! With the Green Book, yeah, that, that was one came out a couple of years ago. Okay, he didn't look. Oh shit! Was... You're talking about Aragorn. Yeah, sure. What the fuck that was? All right, cool. He was born in 1958, bro. Oh my god, he does not look at that. Was this is the non non heteroish I'm ever gonna sound? He does not look his age. A really good Viggo Mortensen movie is fucking Eastern Promises. Yes. Watch. Plus, yes. he fights naked for all the ladies. Go ahead and watch. Or all the men. I mean, who you know? Who are we to decide? Yeah, um, true. Another one. Contrasting. Another one who, where he had a very small role in, but his role was fucking perfect. The prophecy, where he played Lucifer. If you watch that, and he had maybe five minutes, ten minutes of screen time in the prophecy. He fucking instilled fear in your eyes watching that movie. So I I think Viggo Mortensen would be fucking perfect, but Viggo Mortensen fucking scared the shit out of me as a kid watching The Prophecy. Okay, I'm the only one. That's cool. Fuck it. Anybody else? Nothing. So that'll be the end of the show now. <laughs> so I line. I hope for AJ Gutierrez24 who hit us up on Instagram on our DMs. I really hope that we ended up answering your question as far as what we thought for WandaVision. Um, whole, I mean, only time will tell. WandaVision is only nine episodes, roughly about 30 minutes each. And it's already been confirmed by Marvel that the last three episodes are going to be movie level fight scenes. Uh, so we're expecting big budgets for the next for the last three episodes. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Uh, AJ twenty or uh, AJ Guterres twenty four. Um, you got any more questions, man? Hit us hey, up on no Instagram. fuck this. What? Are you drunker than me? Is that what's happening? Yes, I am. Look, empty. Add one thing. <laughs> empty. You're the best. I love it. Happy birthday. Not yet. No, because you went summer. uh, Your birthday. Okay. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, We appreciate it. Please do us the favor of giving us a review wherever you may uh, be listening to our show. 
It is greatly appreciated. And if you do us the favor as well to uh, recommend us to your friends, um, we appreciate it so much. So thank you for spending time with us. Uh, have a great night. And till next time, this has been Comics. Thank you.